Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Hello. Oh, she uh, walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. You. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. Hey. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like yes, a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Listen, thank you for uh, joining a very special edition recording. We'll call this the COVID quandary. And warning, uh, part of this is reported fact, and part of it is opinion and reflection of myself, producer uh, Tom, a.k.a. DJ Tommy P. These are my reflections, and not of all the dudes. That, I can promise you. And fringe lovers, no worries. We'll get Vaquero Guapo back. He has some work to do at his real job, and contrary to what many of you might be thinking with this amazing uh, production quality uh, sarcasm alert, this is not our daytime jobs. We don't make a dime. In fact, it costs us money and time. So, uh, yeah, we won't be quitting our daytime jobs anytime soon. So there's a good night news there. Anyway, 19th of May, 2020, a collection of thoughts on the current state of the world not sure if this will make any difference, simply getting the poll to write down some more observations and opinions. And only time will tell, right? Future generations will be able to say true or not. First and foremost, I want to give God thanks that we don't live on this broken planet forever. At times, this can be a world of tears and pain. And yes, death for all. At other times, it can be full of joy and laughter. A taste and a test of which side we want to choose. And for those that need some encouragement, I keep going back to the verse of Revelation 21.4. I love that verse for anyone hurting, for it says, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, no more mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed. That is the promise in the world that some of us will choose and can look forward to. Going old school, I am working my way back through the Old Testament again with some of the dudes. It's really as difficult as I can remember it if you ever tried reading it. It's uh, heavy and dark and with moments of inspiration. It's full of plagues and brutal and repeats of what some call the sin, sin cycle. And what is the sin cycle? Well, it's integrity to temptation, to fall, to destruction, to repentance, then back to integrity, then to temptation, to fall, to destruction. Repentance, it's this, this cycle that keeps going over and over again. You keep seeing it over and over as you read through the Old Testament. And uh, really, it it, it it really resonates today, I mean, where things are at. And sincerely, I mean, how, how much have you been into God? I mean, in a real sincere, loving way. How much has our society and this world? And when you read the Old Testament today, all that crap seems to make more sense in an odd way. May 9th, 2020, uh, recorded a session before all this virus crap hit the fan entitled Coronavirus Breakdown. I encourage you to go back and re-listen and judge it. I'm so glad it was done because it gives us a watermark to reference. I uh, discussed stats and projections and truth and logic. Went to the uh, World Health Organization and the CDC and projected that we would have a 1-2% to death rate. 
and stated that, well, hey, as serious as that is, we are 10 times more likely to die from cancer or heart disease. And um, ironically, COVID could end up matching the uh, depression and suicide rate. Only time will tell. And yes, it could end up being way worse. I know that and I'm fully sensitive to it. Regardless, I did say that we need to take our lives very seriously. As for the government, the government has sold us on a lockdown to flatten the curve. And most of us bought in. And most of our hearts are in the right place to help extend others' lives. The lockdown was going to be four weeks, and then it went to another four weeks. And as of uh, May 12th, 2020, California Governor Newsom declares a lockdown until July. Meanwhile, other states like Minnesota, Texas, and Arizona are starting to lift. And a ton of debate and vitriol by both sides is emerging. Uh, it's interesting how we've all suddenly become uh, virus experts overnight. Now our government and society is debating permanent lockdown until vaccination is available. In a way, I, I, I have to admit, I get a weird feeling much like an airline, a game an airline will play on flight delays. They may know that the part, the, the mechanical part and the mechanic that's needed to fix it's going to take at least eight hours. Yet instead of saying eight hours, they will delay 30 minutes at a time to break it into bite-sized pieces. In the early stages, the majority of media focused on deaths of younger victims, rarely reported the age of victims in general, which was odd. Now at least the truth is coming out. Better reporting on how horrific this virus is on the elderly, obese, and certain underlying conditions. Dr. Fossey, whom I still very much respect, says if we lock down or lift too early, we will needlessly kill others. And it's really hard for me to brush that aside. Hence, we're between a rock and a hard place. A de debate of wealth versus health emerges. In all sincerity, I, I'm not sure if wealth is the right term for many. As Marcus uh, astutely pointed out on the last pod, To Live or Not to Live, which was published on uh, May 17, 2020, some people's livelihoods are at stake. And we're talking about being able to work, to pay bills and mortgages, and even putting food on the table, looking at some of our poorest countries across the world, how is this impacting them? It is a serious quandary. Not a conspiracy per, th per se, I'm just simply wondering. We all knew that COVID was nasty and would kill many. We were sold on flattening the death curve. And we knew we would not avoid death. We're just trying to slow the spread and not overwhelm the health system. And as of May 2020, I would say mission accomplished thus far to be continued. I know we're not done yet, but most healthcare systems are not overwhelmed. In fact, many could use more business, meaning in the elective way, to pay their bills. So many doctors and nurses have been furloughed because the regular business is not there. So we absolutely flatten the curve for now. But the narrative has switched to, should it be more? Truly, I'm torn. We are all going to die eventually, right? The COVID vulnerable will die unless we have a vaccination and or immunity. So has this become a political game? <laughs> I mean, I really don't know. You may be able to get an answer of this eventually when we study history. I just pray that history is accurate. The longer we delay, the more dependent we are on government. And the more dependent we are on government, the more left we go. And the further left we go, the more money we print. 
trillions of dollars to help bail out and take off the financial sting. And the deeper in debt we go as a country. It's like we're charging the credit card, but we keep extending our limits and blindly look the other way. And really, who's going to pay? It's probably going to be our grandchildren, or at least many generations pass it down, are going to have to pay the price for all this, and for the Great Recession, and fill in the blank. Seriously, we're either going to have to pay this debt off, or we collapse. In economists, you know exactly what happens when a country tries to overprint. It's called hyperinflation. Personally, I know the pain of debt. I'm still working hard to eliminate my own stupid debts. Everyone else is required to balance their budgets, except one, and it is our federal government. Well, and a few other countries, for that matter. But you get where I'm going with all this. Back to the current state. Honestly, I think media is doing a better job, at least reporting the stats of, of the deaths. And overwhelm, overwhelmingly, yes, it's older, 70 plus, most with underlying conditions. Would we be better off simply better protecting the vulnerable? Are we better off biting the bullet or a hybrid approach such as Sweden? How did they do? Were they right? Sincerely, I don't know. I don't know the answer. And I don't think we can really truly answer that question until about three to 10 years later, once we do have a vaccination or a better solution. Right now, most of the media is beating them up pretty good, meaning Sweden. By the way, I, I am grateful for them. I'm, I'm grateful at least in the good, bad, or ugly. I just pray for the best solution. Of course, I don't want to see needless deaths, and of course, I want a careful approach. But are we just delaying the inevitable at an amazing price? Time will tell. Media tracks infections like a hawk. It's not a bad thing, and for me, it is just a bit ironic, because I'm wondering, won't we all be exposed eventually? I mean, we're counting 1.3 million infected as of April 2020. Would it be logical to say the count will be 300 plus million in the United States? I mean, we will all be exposed eventually, right? At least the ones that need to get outside and live a bit. It is logical to assume above. It's just a matter of time. In addition, since this is a cold virus, or like a cold virus, we can be infected again. So this is a vicious cycle that our bodies are going to have to learn to fight or lose. And as it is important to study history, let's, I mean, let's look at the Spanish flu. It was brutal brutal. And sincerely, I don't know offhand. I probably should have further researched it, but did we develop a vaccine or did we build natural immunity via painful exposure? And this quandary continues, most embracing defending innocent life for this campaign, which I respect, of course. Isn't it interesting that deep down we want to defend innocent life? We call that altruism. That may look like a no-brainer question, but let me reposition. As I stated in the previous podcast, what if we had a virus that prevented many women from having babies full term? Think Handmaid's Tale. The virus took them early stage, taken estimated 50 million lives since 1974. Approximately 25 million future women denied their opportunity to live. Oh snap, that is a quandary. Think about it. Do we really want to defend all innocent life? How truly pure are our hearts for others? What are the impacts of our choices? We are being tested in so many ways. In truth, as a Christian, it is our duty to respect and honor life. 
this is still a quandary for us too. What are the impacts of our choices? Do you get the irony there? Truthfully, I don't know the best path for COVID-19. I simply wonder, and I definitely pray, and time will tell. May the true light shine, and God, I pray for mercy and the best path forward with wisdom. Amen.